Too often, business owners have trouble separating their identity from the identity of their business. But this blurry line can be bad for your health. Why? Well, you'll need to listen to today's show to understand that answer. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. You know, as a small business owner, sometimes it's hard to figure out where the business ends and you begin. But creating that hard line between you and your business is incredibly important. And I can't think of a better person to talk about this topic with than my good friend, Michael Reynolds. Michael is an independent financial advisor and the owner of Elevation Financial. He's also a parallel entrepreneur and a former digital marketing agency owner talking about changing hats. But after owning a digital agency for 23 years, he's founded and co-founded four new businesses, including Elevation Financial. And Michael has clearly figured out how to separate business and personal. And that's why I'm so excited to talk to him. Michael, welcome to the show. Hey, Lorraine. I'm so happy to be here. Michael, it's, sometimes it's hard for me to keep up with all the different things that you're doing, but <laughs> I love that and I love that about you because I think through all of those things, you have always really managed to kind of divide that line between who Michael Reynolds is and who his business is. Yeah, I've kind of had to. It's been an evolution. So uh, I wouldn't say I have it all figured out, but I've definitely made um, great progress toward that direction. So, <laughs> and I've learned a lot from my mistakes in the past, or not, maybe not mistakes, but just different ways of doing things in the past that um, didn't work so well. So yeah, I appreciate you uh, inviting me on. I know we go way back. It's great to be on the show. So I have gone through kind of an evolution in business. Absolutely. And you know, if people dig around deep enough into the archives, you are actually one of the very, very first guests on More Than a Few Words. I think yeah. back, you know, lower number than episode 20 even. I mean, you really were in those early days. So it's really fun to have you back. Yeah, we were in your office in, in mm-hmm. person back in those days. <laughs> <laughs> in the days when people actually showed up in the same room together right? at the same time. <laughs> All right, so let's let's kind of dive into this topic. When you think about separating business and personal, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Where do you start this conversation with other business owners that you work with? Yeah, so this comes up a lot, and I think it's super common and happened to me, you know, when I was running my first business, which was uh, the marketing agency that I eventually sold. So the conversation usually comes up because a few things are, are kind of looming in the future. One thing is, hey, I want to uh, maybe sell my business someday. A business owner might be thinking, well, what's my end game here? Am I going to exit? Am I going to sell? Am I going to just do this until I die? What's the end game? And so when we start thinking about long-term conversations, like what's going to happen down the road, it starts to prompt things like, well, what what can I do now to create that exit successfully or create that end game successfully? So that's, that's kind of part of it. Um, it's also, I'm going to kind of break it down if it's okay into kind of three general sections mm-hmm. and three general benefits, I think, of having a good, clear separation uh, between your personal life and your business life and more than just work-life balance, but really the mindset around that, if that's okay. Absolutely. Okay. So you mentioned that there's sort of these three buckets of separation. Let's take the first one. 
buckets or maybe just outcomes that are that are benefits. So I'm going to kind of start by just describing what I think a lot of business owners do. And this is what I did in the past as well. You know, you, you run a business, maybe it's your first business, maybe not, but a lot of business owners, they feel like their identity is their business. Their entire soul or their identity is kind of wrapped up in it. They use their business email account as their primary email account. They work long hours at their business, um, often sacrificing, you know, personal stuff. They They feel like they're their identity and their worth is tied up into you know customer feedback and the the success or, or problems they have in their business. They all really are are so tightly integrated with their personal um, kind of mental state, and mm-hmm. that's really common. I think you've experienced it. I've experienced it. We've all oh. experienced that. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And it the first kind of point I want to make out of these um, of these three points I want to make is one. It's it's not very emotionally healthy in my opinion um, when you can. When you can separate yourself from your business, it's much more emotionally healthy. And the way I like to describe it is when you think of your business as part of your identity, it's it's difficult to be objective enough to run it well. But when you think of it as an asset on your balance sheet, like your home or like your vehicle mm-hmm. or like your investment accounts or your 401k, when you think of it like an asset, then you think of it as an investment to be managed, which is a much different attitude than, oh, it's my whole life. It is it is an investment to be managed alongside your property and your investments and everything else that you think of as an asset to be managed. When you put it that way, it's really putting it in perspective in terms of if the business is an investment, it is an investment that allows you to pay for the other parts of your life. When you think of it as your life, the business is the is the end goal instead of the means to the end. Exactly. Yeah. And it should produce a return. I mean, it should be an investment. Mm-hmm. So, so many business owners, they kind of operate at a loss and saying, oh, well, you know, this is my business. It's not supposed to pay me yet. And they go on for years without really getting paid a, a decent income from it. And it should produce a return. So, so it's much more emotionally healthy, I think, if it's, if it's thought of as an asset, because then, you know, when you get client feedback that's negative or something goes wrong or an employee messes something up, you don't take it as personally. You take of it as, okay, it's a challenge to be fixed in the in the in the asset in the business, and so to me, it's been a lot more satisfying emotionally to think of it in those terms and not as my identity. So that's that's one thing that's that's really useful. And then the next thing is it when you start to think of your business as a separate entity, as an asset, it increases the value of your business because you work on it in such a way that you build systems, you create. Um, a space in the business to run without you eventually. You start to focus on ways to make it more valuable. Whether you sell it or not, it becomes an asset that you want to see grow and increase in value. So many business owners are caught in the trees, like they're they're in the forest, in the trees, not seeing the whole forest. They're like looking at the tree in front of them. And that's, hey, the fire I've got to put out with this customer or this thing goes wrong or this technology thing or whatever. And they never really get to the point where the business increases in value. Mm-hmm. Which leads mm-hmm. to the third point I want to make, which is it's easier to sell when you think of it in those terms. And so can, when you can separate yourself, when you can pull back, replace yourself with maybe key team members that run it for you or um, make it a little more autonomous so it runs without you, it's much easier to sell the business, which can create that desired exit or desired end game that a lot of people want. You know, it's so funny because... When you are running a business, and particularly when you're in the growing phase, it's hard to think about the fact that there's going to come a day when you're not going to want to get up and do that or not get up and do it as often. And so 
putting these things in place may seem like that's kind of a long-term thing, but really creating those systems make running the business all along the way that much more pleasurable. Yeah. Yeah. So many business owners say, oh, I'm going to work till I you know, can't work anymore. I'm going to do this forever. And I, I don't believe them anymore. I used to think that was how I was going to do things. And I don't believe it anymore. <laughs> you, everyone, I mean, right. You know, I think, oh, you're, we'll do this forever, but you know, it's not true. It's not, I mean, maybe in some cases, but that rarely happens. Eventually we want to do something different. The, the personalities we have as entrepreneurs, right? Like we're, we're interested in growth and new things, right? Yeah. And even if you want to stay busy and engaged, there is a point I think that you come to where you're like, you know, these are the things I want to do. These are the things that I enjoy. And these are the things I really want to delegate. And my identity doesn't have to be tied up in every conversation with the snow removal company or the IT company. It can be tied up with the bigger picture of managing this asset. A great way to look at it. I use this really silly, like ridiculous health check on like what's a signal that you are separated from your business or, or too tightly integrated. And the kind of the health check I use is to use a personal email address or your business email address for everyday stuff. It's a really silly thing, but I've seen it's a really great indicator. Um, I use my personal email address for everyday stuff. I used to use my agency email address for everyday stuff back when I was mm -hmm. really wrapped up in the identity of the business. And so when I see someone using their business email as their primary email for even personal stuff, that tells me that they're pretty tightly integrated. It's some weird, silly little check mark I noticed, but that's one indicator that I've seen is pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a really interesting situation where I I definitely, you know, Lorraine at Roundpeg.biz, that's my email address and I use it for everything. And I have to admit that there are days that I think, you know, there might be a better way to separate this out. So that's that is a really interesting way of looking at it. And it's silly, but sounds like I'm ready for a health. <laughs> no, but it sounds like I'm ready for a little bit of a health check. <laughs> Michael, this has been a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. I am going to recommend that everybody, if you are a business owner, regardless of where you are in your business process that you probably want to hop over to Elevation Financial and learn a little bit more about what Michael does. And then also check out his podcast at Wealth Redefined. It's available on iTunes and Spotify and Google Podcasts. Thank you. That'd be great. Michael, thanks again for being a part of the show. Thanks, Lorraine. Glad to be here. Thanks so much. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to find other tips, tricks, and strategies for business owners, be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen to two episodes. They're sure. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.